Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Heidi Blouse. She is the former host of Show Me St. Louis and can now be found on the radio with Guy Phillips on Big 550 KTRS weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. You got it. Hi, darling. Hi, it's so good to see you. This is so fun. Oh my gosh. I'm like way honored you're here. Oh my gosh. I'm amazed that you asked me to be a part of this. Okay. So, but here's the thing. So it's like, and we, 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 we touched upon this. So if you guys are watching the live video, you got to see it. But podcast, podcast people alone don't know what we started talking about was that you have been on the air for, you were 22 years. I was at Channel 5 22 years. Can't you see the gray hairs? No. No. <laughs> no, more because more you were like way cool. You're like one of the coolest people, right? You're so but kind. But you were so, it was like, I just grew up watching you. Like I was, I shouldn't say grew up because I'm like, I'm older than you. But I like watched you for so many years. Which is kind of crazy. I get that a lot. Like, oh my God, I remember when you started and you were such a baby. But I was really crazy fortunate and lucky, you know, blessed beyond because I started as an intern at Channel 5. Okay. And I was the only person to ever start as an intern and then actually get the opportunity to stay there and go on air. So I... That's not just luck. I mean, it's a lot of hard work. Right? I mean, they they saw something and they got it. They they were like, she's got it. And I had a couple of different jobs. You know, I... After the internship, I worked for free for probably three or four months because my parents were so, you know, great to me and said, yeah, figure out what you want to do. Hey, parents. You know, yeah, they were really, really cool about it. Gave me a place to, you know... (laughs) <laughs> lay my head and well and figure it out because yeah. that's that's difficult it's hard to figure out what you want to do with your world absolutely and yeah. that was a whole new world to them because they were both teachers and they're like don't you want to do pharmacy and I'm like haven't you seen my math and science <laughs> grades no <laughs> but I can talk to people that's right <laughs> and I love it <laughs> so yeah it worked out and after the internship and after the free I started running teleprompter for Art and Jennifer early okay. mornings right they immediately became my TV mom and dad oh And back in the day, everybody would be like, oh, isn't it such a, you know, backstabbing business? I'm like, no. Art and Jennifer took care of me. They helped me with every decision and said, "Mm, maybe, you know, Frank Cusimano was great to me. I had so many people that just kind of pushed me along. And I think, you know, uh, I mentioned, you know, Before we got started, I played sports growing up. I played um, basketball and softball in college. And I think that teamwork really is what, you know, I went into TV ready to learn. Right. And I can take constructive criticism. Right. You know, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of people, it's difficult to to tell people, give anybody direction that can't take Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. So I I was so excited. And then after I, Ran the teleprompter for probably six months. Show Me St. Louis was kind of expanding. And uh, so I was asked to go back and be an associate producer. And after that, a reporter left. And I begged and pleaded and was really cheap. And I got the job. (laughs) You know? But even the whole path to Show Me St. Louis, you know, I think things happen for a reason. Because when I originally... uh, went to start my internship. Right. We had to fill out this, you know, sheet, and I was originally going to sports. That's what I was going to do. I was going to be under Mike Bush and Trey Wingo, who's now at ESPN, and Malcolm Briggs. And the week before 
the internship, I started panicking. I'm like, I don't know how many home runs Babe Ruth hit. I don't know who holds the record. Right. And it, you kind of, you, do you need those sort of well, statistics in your head for that? I think if, especially if you're a woman, in ah. that world, you better know five times what the average gotcha. guy knows. Just so you start out with a modicum of respect gotcha. from the people. Gotcha, gotcha, So I called the guy who was in charge, and I said, hey, I, I don't know about this. Like, And he's like, well, what do you like? And I'm like, well, I have more of like a People magazine laying on my you know, coffee table. And he goes, we just started this show about three months ago called Show Me St. Louis, and we don't have an intern for it yet. Boom. Right. Glad you spoke up. Right? Yeah. But things happen for a reason. I, I love think. it. I do too. I do too. Well, th- things happen for a reason, but you also have to be very aware of what's going on, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's one thing to say things just happen to me, but it we're orchestrating it in many ways. And you got to listen know? to your gut. Yes. Not not what all of the noise and all of the people and be the, be you. Yes. I mean that's a that's a big thing. It's when you're when you're not really being you. So you discovered that really mm-hmm. young. You were like sounded like a cool thing to do the sports thing but mm-hmm. when i really look at it it's actually not me right may not be the best place to go and you know i didn't give up on it at that point because through the years you know you see maybe there's more money to be had and made in sports you know you look at all of the nfl sideline reporters and so i still had people going you know there's a sports position opening and and I still auditioned and try it. And then at the very kind of last minute, I'm like, no, it does not sit well it's with not me. It's fitting. No. Yeah, yeah. And you don't want to like go in and do it and go like, oh, this sucks. I really wish I would never done it. <laughs> right. And I want to, I mean, we spend way too much time working. I want to really love so what true. I do. Yes. You know, I mean, yes. it's a job and right. there's still going to be things that you don't like, but I, I want to enjoy getting up and going into work and look forward to it and you know I get to do that well and so and you do and now you're on the radio mm-hmm. and and you also you have a you have another gig that you yeah do. I started a production company with Tell my uh, best friend and former colleague Kelly Jackson I love it I'm so excited about it so last year when I decided okay I think Channel 5 has run its course. And that was something, too. Like, I'm sure you've heard Oprah say that maybe it starts with a whisper. And then the whisper gets louder. Right. And then there's a scream. Right. And there were a few things happening that it was, I mean. It's time. It's time. Yeah. And But I didn't uh, have anything lined up. But I'm like, you know what? I know how to tell a story. I know that there are so many stories out there. And Kelly and I started talking and we're like, Let's let's start our own production company. Two women, and so we are Two Chicks Productions, hatching <laughs> original programming. Oh, I love it! Thank you. <laughs> and we just finished up our um, very first uh, thing. We did six social media videos for the trolley. Oh, fun! That will be um, hitting you know the market hopefully soon. We just got final approval last week. That's so cool. Yeah. That is so cool. It's exciting. Oh my gosh. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you. And is it fun to do the radio thing now? Oh my gosh. It's so much fun. It doesn't even feel like work sometimes. Yeah, it doesn't. It's like doing this. I don't feel like this is work. I think this is just fun. You just meet people and you get to talk about things that you enjoy. And especially with radio, you have people calling in or texting and you get to see, you know, how 
everybody else feels about certain topics. Right. So it's right, really, right, right. But it's a learning curve. It's so much different than, you know, right. TV. Do you get, do you, like, with TV, I mean, you had the makeup and la, uh, la, 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 la. Like, you that don't we did miss ourselves. That. You did it yourself. Oh, it was. The Seriously? bane of my existence. Oh my gosh, I can't do my own makeup. I can't. I mean, do I, my I own do makeup. my own makeup for like yeah. every day, but not. No, somebody professional has to Mm-mm. do that to me for other things. No, we all had to do our own really? hair and makeup, and that was probably the. You know, it was so funny. Even my mom, like, she's like, mm, "Your hair today," and I'm like, "Did you hear anything that I said? <laughs> how, about, how about the story that I did?" <laughs> That's no, hilarious. Or just you know that jacket made you look a little. What? You know, I mean, it's your mom. Yeah, That's, all right, mom. Yeah. But you like, so you had to dress yourself in everything. Oh. There wasn't like a stylist person. We did have somebody that would come in like twice a year and go shopping with you and pick out colors that were good for you, but it came out of your pocket. Oh, wow. So, you know. Dang. Yeah. I would have liked the extra hay. Yeah. Right. That would be nice. But Interesting. No. It was funny, though, too. She wanted to chop all of my hair off. When she first, and I, I have short hair already, but right. she's like, yeah, let's go pixie. And I'm like, mm-mm, mm, we, look. Not for you. No. no. Well, and God did this one for me. Well, I shouldn't <laughs> say. God just said, oh, I'm you're done with hair. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, all right, whatever, you know. And I had to learn how to rock the scarf. But yeah, if I and had hair, I don't think I'd be like, yeah, let's have a pixie cut. Now I probably would. I'm so used to wash and wear yeah. that I like don't know that I could get there. Like I would have a curling iron or something and be like, I, what? I'm not sure. Well, I'm going to tell you, if you see me on a Saturday or Sunday or look at my um, personal Facebook page, I'm in a scarf 90% of the time. All right. Yeah. So you do it well. For sure. I like it. Well, listen, man, we're going to take a quick break. All right. We're going to be right back with Heidi. Hold tight, guys. All right, we're back with Heidi, and we're chit-chatting about everything. So much so, fun. So one of the things I want to talk about is that you and I get to be MCs for the TEDx Women event coming up. I'm so excited you're going to do this with me. I can't wait. This is going to be so much fun. Yeah, and you know, I didn't know a lot about TED Talks. I mean, you know, I've seen a couple of them, and right. I know that they are inspiring, but you taught me so much about what they're really supposed to be. Right, because it's not what people think. No. People think it's more of a, like, people that don't know a lot about it think it's more of an, a motivational, inspirational, mm-hmm. which they are because you're watching amazing people that have, are doing this important work, but it is different. A TED Talk is very different than any other kind of talk. And you guys here in St. Louis do something that I don't think they do everywhere else. I mean, you really train people. They go through a pretty, I mean, it's rigorous. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of work. I mean, and we, and you know, it's a, we warn people ahead of time like, you want this, but do you really want this when we are going to say, 16 to 90 hours of work. I was going to say, time time. commitment, you know, (laughs) really. For 18 minutes or less. And there's a thing about, um, you know, talking for an hour is easy, Mm -hmm. right? Because if you know your subject, you can talk for an hour on just about anything. But crafting a talk like this in 18 minutes or less that people will really, really want to 
press that, you know, go button and listen to. And pay attention all the way to that 17th minute. Well, and now the talks that get the most um, views are 10 to 12 minutes. Because we live in a Twitterverse. Well, yeah. No everything. one has an attention span. No. I, I, you can't. I don't Mm-mm. think it's possible to have one anymore. I mean, I'm sure there are some people that are defying the odds, but I'm definitely not one of them. If I see an article they have to start scrolling too much, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, I, I'm the same thing. Like, I'll get through four or five paragraphs. I'm like, oh, I'm bored. I think I get it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, it's terrible, but I want I want quick, I want a quick synopsis. I want cliff notes for everything. You want the headlines. Yeah. You want the bullet points of Which what it is. Which is also terrible because we're not deep diving into subjects we probably need to deep dive into. Mm-hmm. But there's so much it coming at you from every angle. I mean... This is, I, I really do believe we all pretty much have ADD at this point. We're it's all scary, ADD people. I think it's a it's a scary time for that because you're right. There, Like I think about, okay, you know, the world is a little crazier now and we see all this, but I mean, it is a 24-7 news cycle. Yes. So maybe some of these things were going on and we just weren't aware. Well, right. You can't keep, I mean, so since you've been doing this, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, what are what are some impressions you have about it was then and now? Oh, it's just, I mean, you used to sit down and watch the five or six or 10 o'clock news. Yes. And, you know, now you don't because it's already, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, a car chase or... Uh, a happy story about two kids hugging. I mean, right. It's already on your phone. So the why are you going to like turn on your TV at those hours? And right. I think the thing that people forget about the TV industry is it is a business. And all of those commercials pay for that. Exactly. So the TV industry has changed completely. And that was one of the other factors. It's like, you know what? I was turning 45. I still have, I think, some good years in me. And I'm like, I got to make a change now while I still can. Right. You know, and I want it to be on my terms. I don't want somebody else to pull the rug out from under me. I'm kind of a control freak. But that, I think there is a thing about, in fact, I was watching, this is so funny, Donnie and Marie Osmond. Apparently they've got this amazing show that they've had in Las Vegas forever. And they're calling it quits. And when they asked them, Donnie was like, you know, you gotta know when it's time. Mm -hmm. And, 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 And honestly, you wanna be the person to call the time. You don't want other people, you know. And it's true. You don't wanna all of a sudden, Donnie and Marie are 90 and no one's coming to their shows anymore. Right. And it's sad and horrible. It's like good that they were like, it's time, you yeah. know? Even though they look amazing. Oh my gosh. Right? Wow. Well, I mean, you know. You think I'm there's sure, been some work? Kind of. <laughs> I think maybe. A lot. Right? Yeah. You know, I mean, I think about that every once in a while. I'm like, I just, maybe I just kind of like, you know, I've got the 11s because mm-hmm. I always look, you know, I'm always squishing my forehead together. And there's days where it really bothers me, but there's other days I'm like, I kind of earned them. You absolutely <laughs> earn them. That's what I think, too. You it's know? funny because I, I looked the other day. I'm like, God, should those eyelids be lifted a little? I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. You're right. Like, I, I, I'm with you. Well, it's kind of a crapshoot because I think it works for some people better than it works for others. Absolutely. And I, I think you can get the best plastic surgeon on the planet, but it may not always turn out how you think it's going to turn Mm-mm. out. You know what I mean? And I'm just these days, I'm not cutting anything unless I really have to. You know? <laughs> I mean, 
there's a infections and everything else i'm so true so true Mm -mm. yeah maybe if it doesn't need to be done we're good right i do everything i can to avoid having i'm like i'm like the proactive person on that stuff right yes i'm like i don't want like getting sick to me is the most horrible thing on earth i'm the biggest baby and isn't it like even when you get a cold and you're like oh my gosh why don't i appreciate when i feel good you know, just right. those little bitty aches and pains, and then all of a sudden we turn into the world's coming to an end. No. <laughs> My knee. Yeah. What the heck? It's like, oh, there's worse things on earth. Right. right? But I, so I love that you said I, it's time, mm-hmm. like that you recognize I'm, I'm done with the close this chapter off to new chapters. And, you know, we talked about the production company, but the other thing that happened, so I kind of had a list and I, um, Jennifer Blom, my TV mom and Kelly Jackson were already working at KTRS and I had talked to them. And so I, uh, called the, uh, main man over there and I'm like, I just want to talk to him, see if there's like, maybe I can do a segment once a week just to make a little cash. I was very lucky that, uh, you know, my wife was like, take the year, figure out what you want to do. You know, it wasn't like I had to jump awesome. into something. Right, right, right. Which you is got huge. space yes. to figure it out. So uh, I set up breakfast with uh, Mark and all of a sudden, like, Guy Phillips comes in and he's like, yeah, I, uh, I'm looking for a co-host. What do you think about this, this, and this? And so things just, again aligned for me that's awesome and you know i i know that i'm lucky and blessed when that kind of happens so i'm like okay let's try this i yeah you know well I, you're saying yes yes you're saying yes to the things you know you should say yes to absolutely right and right. You, and again knowing what feels right in my like gut not right. listening to all of the you know Everybody has an opinion about what you should be doing. Right. I mean, my mom and dad were not big fans of me, you know, pulling the plug on 22 years in TV. Right. But, you know, you got to kind of look at yourself in the mirror and go, okay, I've got to be happy with this. I don't want to look back in five or 10 years and go, why didn't I? And I am so happy right now. Well, in 22 years, I mean, that's a long time. It's not like you did it for a few no. years and went, okay, I'm done. I mean, that's that's I'm, a long time. And I feel like I did all of the stories that I really wanted to do. There you go. You know, there, I didn't leave anything on the table going, God, I wish I would have done this story on. So then you have no regrets. No. Right, which is awesome. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's been really But nice. you still get to do something that you love just in a different space, yeah. in a different way of doing. And actually, uh, I still do an occasional story for the Nine Network on Living St. Louis. Oh, cool. So all I right. still get to, you know, flex all of those muscles. It's just not quite the stress that it was, and it's not quite the, you know, hours that it was. I think yeah. everybody kind of looks at people on TV and they think it's, Glamorous. glamorous and you're making all of this money right and 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 just the world is at your feet and yeah. people are doing your makeup and buying yes. your wardrobe <laughs> and they're not <laughs> i mean seriously i yeah. did think that i really did it's probably uh the number one question that you get is like oh you know who does your makeup and you're like no i do that and then you know everybody thinks it's 
I guess, a compliment when they come up and they go, oh my God, you're so much smaller in person. And I'm like, (laughs) is that supposed to be a compliment? Because this is how I'm making my living. Are you saying that I look fat on TV? Are you saying? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and there's such a thing with the camera. I mean, just my little experience with it. I've noticed like certain videographers that I would work with, I'm like, what magic do you do? I look really bright and shiny and lovely Mm -hmm. when you do it. And then other things I do, I think, why do I look so yucky? Why do I look so washed out? Lighting. This is not good. And lighting Ugh. is such a thing. You don't realize how important lighting is until you are in that situation. No. You know, years ago, um, I went to watch a taping of Oprah, which was super cool. Right, right. I got to see it. I got you to did? see one. Yeah, yeah. So fun. And uh, there were so many lights in the ceiling like I'd never seen as many and it was like the day or two after her 50th birthday and she had some visible bags when you were in person right when that show aired you didn't see a wrinkle. Her lighting person won awards, actually. Oh. Actually won awards because apparently what she said was that that also lighting a, a black person is mm-hmm. way different and difficult compared yes. to a white person. And the, and that her lighting person was able to like make her look, she, I mean, she oh. loved her lighting person. Yeah. I want I want a lighting person at all times just to follow me around. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh God, she looks so great all the time. What's her lighting person? <laughs> she has her personal lighting lighting assistant that goes with her everywhere. You know, that's probably, it's probably the same as plastic surgery. (laughs) Very similar. If the angle's right, right? (laughs) It could be a thing. Yeah. In the future, we just have these little lights that go around with us. Probably be cheaper. Yeah. You know? A new company. Let's start it. Okay. We'll just tie it on to our cameras. We'll get on this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, are they just like float? Mm -hmm. They just like hover with us. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like a drone. New hover light. Buy Mm -hmm. it today. Only three installments of 1995. <laughs> Free shipping and handling. I, I love it. I like it. Hover light. Oh, I love it. Uh-huh. All right. We're going to take another break. We'll be right back with Heidi. All right. We're back with Heidi. It's question time. I love it. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So I have to ask you this one. All these stories you've done. All these years, is and I know I can't I can't ever ask like what is the of all of them because Man, there there's so too many. many. But top of mind right now, well, a crazy one. The the thing that I two things that I cannot believe I got to do. Um, one, I got to go on Ellen's set, um, which was a crazy story. But oh my gosh, um, I got to interview her, Ooh. but she. Uh, so to give you a little background and pull the curtain back, usually when you're doing a TV story, it's, well, these days it's even just you, you and you, because a lot of times, and at the very end, I was shooting and editing my own stuff. But for the 21 of the 22 years, I was with my work husband. We worked together for a long time. And, um, so he and I went to LA, but he wasn't allowed to shoot the interview. I had to do the interview on her set. Her cameras had to shoot it. Right. So, um, I, and you get that, you, right? You're controlling yeah. what you look like and right. even what we get. If there's right. an answer that she maybe didn't want, you yeah. don't get that part She's of the like, tape. We're going to cut that part out. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Right. So they had um, just finished a show, and then all of a sudden she kind of says to the audience, sit tight. 
you're in for a treat. We have a reporter from St. Louis here to ask me a few questions. And I like walked out, sat in that chair, did the interview in front of like 300 people. Oh. And it was it was crazy. It was crazy, but super, super cool. Was and- it so much fun to meet her, though? Because she's just one of the, like, I feel like she's one of those people that really does have a good heart. Yeah. Like, it's not all PR, smoke and mirrors. Like, that she really does care. You know, honestly, I, I think so. But I also, I mean, it was, I met her when I walked on that stage. I shook her hand, and then it was done. There you done. go. Gotcha. Yeah. The, yeah. the other one that um, sticks out, and these aren't really, like, the best of my memories, but they're the ones that it's like, I cannot believe this girl from New Madrid, Missouri. I got to do that. Right. Yeah. Um, A couple years ago when Jennifer Lopez had her uh, new show on NBC. Okay. Shades of Blue. Okay. I got to interview J-Lo, which was kind of a crazy thing. And then you really realize like, You've never seen somebody so beautiful. You know? I was just going to say, she's one of those people that doesn't have pores. Oh, I mean, her <laughs> from, I mean, head to toe, just absolutely. It, it is amazing how, it's like, it's what I think of when I think of Beyonce. I yeah. think I would see her and just be like, you're just stunning. Like, you're not from this planet. They're not, they're not average people. Like, yeah. you can't even put them in the same category. And then, you know, they're working a ridiculous exactly. amount that we don't like. You know, you think, oh, well, it must glamorous be lucky lifestyle and what, again. Right. You know, that glamorous lifestyle takes work. It takes a, it takes lot, a lot of work. work. Well, it's just like models. People just think, oh, they just stand around. I'm like, for hours with yes. their like doing weird things with their body to look really good on camera, and I, it's not as easy as people no. think. You know, it just no. is not. Or they're on the beach and they look awesome, but you don't know it was crazy cold that day and they're freezing out of the water. Absolutely. You know? I mean, it's like there's there's things going on you don't know for sure. You know. But can I tell you, like the real thing that I love so much, and it was called Show Me St. Louis, and so it was featuring so many incredible St. Louisans throughout the year. And one of them, it was when I first started. It was like 1998, 99. And my favorite movie was League of Their Own uh, because I played softball. Oh, I love that movie. It's a great movie, right? So uh, there was a woman here who played in the All-American Girls Baseball League. Really? Her name was Irma Bergman. She had her own uh, cards. She also was one of the first, if not the female police officers in the city of St. Louis. She was like 78 or 80, and we went and played catch while we were doing the story. Oh, how fun. It, I mean, so it's so many of those people who really like made a difference right. in St. Louis. Like Those are the ones that I'm like, okay, so cool. Well, it totally is like, you didn't know this, but perfect segue to my next question was going to be like your favorite things about St. Louis. Ugh, we have so many. and It's awesome here. Can I tell you my pet peeve is when you know, because I didn't grow up here. I grew up three hours southeast of right. here. I get so mad when people who grew up here bash on it. It's like I get to interview so many people that are coming in, and they just rave about how great. I had no idea St. Louis was like that. People say that all the time because, but because we aren't saying yes. as St. Louisans, we rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do. We're rock. crazy awesome here. I mean, yeah. One of my, I mean, the Muni is yeah. probably one of my. Favorite things in this city. Really, it is amazes me every summer what they do, and it also is crazy to me that you'll meet people and they don't understand that those shows are built 
right here. Those costumes are designed, you know, here. For it's, all, it's all local. Yes. It's local, local. And then Forest Park is... Which is way bigger than people think. Yeah, and amazing. There's so many, like, little things in it that you can find. I mean, the restaurant scene is beyond. Right. You know, I mean, it's just, there's the fabulous fox. There's more, and a lot of it free. That's the thing. I'm like, you have a family vacation to do. You come to St. Louis, you will go to the zoo for free, the art museum for free. You can get free muni tickets. It's free, free, free. Everything's free. I mean, let's not forget, we have... The, like, I think it was voted best zoo in America, and it's free. Right. Like, it is, it's so It's almost crazy. like you don't go to other zoos. No. Because every time I've ever been in another city, I'm like, I don't need You're ours. disappointed. Yeah. I just recently met Blondie the Sloth. My mom and dad, for Christmas, they gave all of us a, a, a zoo experience. Oh, my gosh. Wasn't it so cool? Oh, my God. I loved it. And so my daughter and I, we got to go hang out with Blondie the Sloth. I've and done a story on Blondie her. the Sloth. She's so sweet. It's so cute. Oh my God. I just had so much fun with her. What did you did you like take a little stick? Yes, up to yes, her? yes. And you got to feed her. And then, you know, there's all the people out there. There's a children's zoo that are looking like, how in the world do those people get back there? And my mom are my mom and dad are out there too. And they're like, Oh, we bought it for them for Christmas. And my mom's like, Did you like that enough you would want to do it again? I'm like, Yes. That was so much fun. So cool. It's a great experience. And you, and get, you get to get learn. To, yes. And so you're right there with one of the with one of the zookeeper people that tell tell you everything going on and yeah. answer all your questions for you and it was fun. Yeah, it is so cool. And you get to learn what they eat and what, I mean. Can you imagine the production that goes behind all the food that comes into the zoo to feed all those animals? Can I tell you uh, another one of the coolest stories that a lot of people don't understand? Yes. So Ameren uh, has a partnership with the zoo because, you know, they need all of these branches to, you know. So Ameren, when they have to cut trees down because of power lines and different things. They save it all and then make deliveries to the zoo. So like Fragile Forest, some of those. Like, I did not know it's that. It's all enrichment. It's a super cool program. Yeah. Isn't that awesome that people figure out like that is, you know, yeah, this is your waste, but it's the treasure over there kind of thing. And we're not sticking in a wood chopper. We're actually using it. Oh my gosh. I love that. What a cool story. Thank you. Welcome. I love knowing about our zoo. Uh Uh-huh. There's a lot to know about the zoo. Ugh. So I also know that you are doing work at your house. You're like updating house things. But do you have a favorite room of your house? Mm. Well, I have a favorite th- thing in my house because uh, I was so fortunate to have um, great aunt and great uncle that were almost like a second set of grandparents. And he was a barber and they didn't have a lot, but they gave us so much. All of my childhood memories are like cool things that we got to do because of them. Um, And not like, you know, expensive things. I'm talking like we, you know, would go on hikes and discover all of these cool things. So anyway, he was a barber and uh, the thing that I got when they passed away was his barber chair. And so it's like a 1906 barber chair that I have redone and it's in my pool room. And so I I like to uh, sit in that chair and read or just sit in that chair and have my coffee. Oh, so it's cool. cool. Yeah. It's a, it's a cool piece of family. Right, and it's a, you know, it's like where my dad got his first haircut. I mean, it's oh my it's gosh! Cool. So it has lots of cool history yeah. behind it. I was really lucky to be oh able to my pull gosh. that one out. 
That is very cool. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? And I, we have a tiny bit of time left. And I just want to say this. I also know that you're a rockin' aunt. You got to talk. Got to talk about being oh my the cool God. aunt. It's my favorite thing ever. So I have an 11 year old niece, um, and we were taking guitar lessons together because I took her to Taylor Swift, and I've taken them both to Maroon Five because I have a 13 year old nephew. He's not quite into music as much as he is baseball, and he's stellar and he's so smart. But we decided to take guitar lessons, and then she flew past me, and I had to like <laughs> give it up because you know again, hard to learn that at 45. <laughs> right, and I'm like, okay, right. go fly. You and go she's, do it. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. So, yeah, I love it. It's probably the main reason. Like, I have a lot of people who are like, why are, why'd you stay in St. Louis? You know, like you could have maybe tried to go somewhere else. And, you know, I purposely chose not to have kids, but just let my sister do all of the hard work and her <laughs> husband. And then I go get them and we you do get to all do the, the things. Fun stuff. Yes. I love it. Yeah. It's awesome. Heidi, thank you. Are you this kidding? This has been so much fun. I'm so excited for us to do our thing oh, at the women's event. That'll be have awesome. A blast. Of course we will. Because we yeah. just will. Because we have fun. But tell us places, where can everybody find you? We know we can listen you, to you weekdays 3 to 6 on KTRS. Absolutely. You can also um, follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Just search out Heidi Glaus. All right, ma'am. Thank you so much for being awesome in St. Louis for us. Thank you for doing this. It's way fun. Yeah. Everybody out there, you've been listening to Mishmash. Subscribe. And don't forget to go have fun and be loving and have wonderful days. Love you all.